Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. The nobody formerly known as Rich Paul. And Chris. There's a bank that was created in Wyoming. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar that Wyoming, a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago at this point, passed a whole package of legislation at the state level that makes it kind of the freest uh, state or at least the most kind of welcoming U.S. state to cryptocurrency-related businesses. I can't explain to you what those protections are. It's sort of a regulatory structure, if you will, uh, that a lot of these businesses, they really want to have in place before they will feel comfortable adopting the technology or openly working with uh, the crypto technology. And so Wyoming did that stuff. They've been trying to uh, borrow those ideas here in New Hampshire in recent years as well. So we I think a couple of them passed last year, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I didn't follow them How did really we closely. not talk about this last year or something passed? I mean, we talked, I think we talked about it as they were working on the bills. On the bills. I believe Keith Ammon was the individual who put those forward, but mm-hmm. I don't recall as to whether or not they I seem passed. to remember that something passed, but it wasn't earth-shaking. Yeah, it's just one of those regulatory yeah. bills. It's just like, hey, businesses, come locate here. It's not like it's going to, you know disconnect from the federal reserve or or whatever but that's what i wanted to talk about was the federal reserve because in wyoming one of the things they did and i don't think that we've we've aped this one in new hampshire yet one of the things they did was they made like a state level uh bank like a what they call a special depository institution in wyoming that you can form uh the i presume it's a little bit easier to do than maybe like a federal bank uh for instance and there's a crypto group called Custodia. They used to be known as Avanti Bank. There's a woman who is their CEO named Caitlin Long. Now, I happen to have met this uh, this lady. She was at the... Crypt- oh, yeah? Yeah, she was at the... There was a series of crypto conferences that happened here in New Hampshire out on the seacoast for about three years. Yeah, I uh, went to one of those, yeah. I think. Yeah. Bruce Fenton uh, is the guy that put those conferences on. And they're really good, like really small, kind of intimate uh, conferences, no more than maybe 100 to 200 people uh, each year. And one of the people that attended was Caitlin Long. She actually happened to live in the uh, Keene area at one time. She's a free stater or was a free stater. She doesn't live in New Hampshire anymore, but she did live in New Hampshire. She had moved here, I believe, for the Free State Project. And she lived, I think, up in the Alstead area of the you know, kind of the Keene region, Cheshire County area. And so she was familiar with Keen and like the you know the stuff that we were doing out here. So you know it was nice connecting with her. And she had told us that that, that she was in Wyoming now full time and that they were doing some exciting stuff. She was the lady behind the uh, the the efforts in Wyoming, the political efforts to get these laws passed mm. to kind of shore up the crypto world, the crypto business world in Wyoming. So she's a real doer. Like she's a go getter for sure. And she's the CEO of what they are now calling Custodia Bank. And they have applied for membership. So they went through the, the jump through the hoops in Wyoming. They got the Wyoming special depository uh, thing, whatever, that bank, special bank thing, uh, determination or whatever by Wyoming. And had no problem doing that. And that's they've had that for a few years now, like 2020 or 2019. And so they did that, and then they applied to the Federal Reserve Board for membership. And it has been a couple of years because they a really long wait, if I understand. Yeah, it's that been a correctly. long wait. In fact, they actually filed suit in June of 2022 
against the Federal Reserve, alleging yeah. the central bank was unlawfully delaying their, their decision. The idea of having these laws that are just word salad, um, I mean, that's something that Ayn Rand was writing about in, uh, in Atlas Shrugged. She wrote, we don't write these laws to be obeyed. We write them to be broken because there's no way to rule yep. free men. The only thing that a government can do is crack down on criminals. Well, if your society doesn't produce enough criminals, you make more. You make more and more things illegal until nobody can turn around without breaking, breaking one of your laws, yeah, yeah. and then you cash in on the fear. You know, it's 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 interesting because this applies, you know, basically to anything and everything. Um, they they basically write these laws to be impossible to obey mm-hmm. and then they come up with uh you know uh, the systems to comply and comply is in quotes because it's actually impossible to follow yeah. the law and if you start well, looking at it they have to it, look like they're doing something and mm-hmm. then they have yep. to own enough pro- enough politicians that They'll not, never be prosecuted, no matter what they do, unless, you know, they tell the truth about Epstein or something. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically just, it's impossible to comply with these laws, and they just, you know, you have these these systems that are set up, you know, to, to comply, and often they cost money, and they're, they're costly. You right. Imagine what else. it would cost to start your own bank, to go through all the hoops, and hiring the lawyers, and jumping through the paperwork, and doing all the stuff you gotta do to, to start a bank only to ultimately be denied at the top levels. They built it all the way from the bottom, mm. and then they said, all right, well, we're ready to apply for our Federal Reserve membership. We've got all our ducks in a row, right? Because you know that's not easy. It cannot be an easy process to mm. apply for Federal Reserve membership. And then it's, nope, sorry. Well, if it was an easy process, banks couldn't charge 35 bucks for an overdraft. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and, and this is not, you know, like I was saying, this is not, you know, we're talking about banks right here, but this is actually... You know, this is you can extend this to all sorts of other laws to just businesses in general and just walking down the street. In many cases, uh, you could mm-hmm. be committing a felony. What is it? Three felonies a day. I mean, that's a, that's that's a right. common uh, that's what they say. Quote. And Nothing saying. is actually legal. It's just that some things are harder to prosecute than others. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, of course we're going to go in on Monday. By the way, I, I know I'm going. I don't know uh, oh, if anybody else is planning planning to attend. You are. I, I'm planning on. I'll see. I have. I failed to get to two other uh, hearings, but yeah. Library has a, what is supposed to be their final hearing. Library is the crypto technology company that is behind the library uh, network, the library protocol that is a media sharing protocol. It is available online. Anyone can use it, and you can upload. And download various different types of media from it, uh, including videos, audio, PDF files, you know, other things. Uh, Very, very handy technology. Uh, And because of that, the SEC targeted them a couple of years ago and brought lawsuit against them saying, well, we think your token, the library token, the library credit is a security. And then they uh, basically bankrupted them on the process of taking them to court and having to hire all the attorneys that they had to hire and do all the, you know, footwork that they had to do there legally, ultimately to have the federal or the federal court rule in favor of the SEC and say that the library token is indeed a so-called security. And now they are going into the what they call the settlement phase of this. And library has pointed out as they've been posting about this throughout the history of the case is like. We tried to be good. We tried to, uh, to to jump through all the hoops. We asked the asked the SEC multiple times, "What do we have to do? What do we have to do to satisfy your requirements? Just tell us what to do, and we'll do it." And the SEC would never clarify 
what they had to do. It was just like, well, we're just going to well, sue you. Well, the system you. isn't designed to to control how you do things. The system is con- is designed to keep the peasants out and the lords in. David's on the line in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, David. Hey, great conversation, you guys. Sure. And a um, couple of things. First of all, you're totally right about the the way to do this crypto thing is don't uh, don't sell cash for coins and don't sell coins for cash. Do this whole good thing like you're talking about. Hmm. Uh, horizontal horizontal scaling is the way to go. We don't need a coin base. We need a billion coin bases. We need a billion people doing $10 transactions for uh, restaurant payments and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And, uh, you know, local Monero and, and things like that. And like, I want to sell my, I want to sell this, uh, this widget to you mm-hmm. and I will take Monero for this widget. Mm-hmm. Well, and even, even local Bitcoin is illegal. I mean, well, that's, that's what we did, and they came yeah, after that's us what, hard. That's, that's what the Crypto 6 did. Right, that's the thing. They are trying to cover all of the possible entrances and exits to the world of uh, of cryptocurrency. I mean, I get what David's saying, though. If there mm. were, you know, 100,000 sellers on local Bitcoins, it would certainly be a much more uh, challenging takedown for the government to go after all of them. But they would still target mm. the prominent ones, and they would still make, mm. a, you know, make an example out of them. You know, Europe's but, gone farther, actually, than the U.S. even in this regard, because uh, I'm going to refresh people's memory here. You guys probably already remember this because I've said it. But um, Europe has actually gone to the extent of requiring identification by the intermediaries. So, you know, companies mm-hmm. like BitPay, for example, that merchants use are forced to uh, basically ID the person who is making Paying? payment to the business. Just, pay, just somebody buying mm-hmm. at the yep. business? Yep. Wow. Um, and That's crazy. What, what, what's important about this, though, is, is, is the point that I'm going to make. It doesn't actually work if you are taking cryptocurrency directly yourself using tools like BTC, there's something called BTC Pay Server, mm-hmm. and that will allow you to take like Bitcoin and at least Monero, um, and or a fork of it without asking for With, ID. Without asking for ID, because you are taking it as a business directly, as opposed to using an intermediary. So you're not breaking the law if you do it that way in Europe. I don't believe so. I believe that okay. will solve the problem. Well, give them time; they'll make that illegal too. Hmm. Yeah, that's also, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, David. Also keep in mind, though, that, yeah, the, the U.S. might go after the 100,000 or, or a million sellers on local bitcoins, but good luck prosecuting all those cases, especially when not all of them are in the U.S., when some of them are in Panama and some of mm-hmm. them are yeah. in Africa and Zimbabwe. And, like, I, I think you, you make all these people in all these different places. They can't, they can't prosecute that. No, they, they can't. There's, but, a, there's but, a good point here, um, and that is that even though they've targeted people, and, and Ian, they probably targeted, even especially probably, or their benefit of targeting Ian is that he is a well-known individual, which means they get media attention, which means they get a message out there right. saying this is selling Bitcoin is illegal when it's, yep. it, it, you know, um, when in reality, yeah. the chance that they are going to come after you if you sell on what was local Bitcoin, I guess, um, isn't really. The risk isn't really that significant given the number of sellers and everything else. They're just targeting the biggest fish. Right. So, yeah, well, was- not even the biggest fish economically, but the fish who actually speak out against the tyrant. Correct. For sure. It was, a, it was a political attack against another you know, Crypto 6, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, no. it, yeah. They're not going after the Winklevoss brothers. Mm-mm. No, it's not even necessarily <laughs> the biggest fish that they're going to... I mean, I think if, if it wasn't for the politi- political aspects of it, they probably would have just gone after the biggest fish, but they di- it, wasn't, it wasn't just that. 
We got Olivia on the line in Arizona. Olivia, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Hey, so I had two topics. The first one I'm going to be brief on, because uh, last night you were discussing M&Ms that were geared towards women. Yeah. Uh, which, personally, I think most women... They call those feminems. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be funny. Um, <laughs> but they... they uh, it's such a slap in the face because it's such a token nonsense gesture. If you ever get on a, a forum or a, a comment on a post about things like this, women don't need this stupid pandering blather of, oh, we recognize that you're out there. Yeah, you recognize that we're out there. What we're asking for is pockets sewn into dresses and pants. We're asking for a <laughs> Okay, I've uh, got to ask you this. Why, why, I mean, why don't you just start your own company and start making clothes with pockets in them if you don't think there are enough pockets? And and it seems like the world would be the path to your door. Yeah, I feel like I'd just be wearing men's clothes <laughs> as a woman, uh, if I was a woman. I mean, that's what I do now. So yeah, I well, me too, but I'm a man. <laughs> Go ahead, Olivia. Sorry. I work. I work in a fitting room in a in a discount store, the discount clothing store called Ross Dress for Less, and women more and more are buying men's clothing because mm-hmm. the fabric is better. The prices are usually cheaper. They, the clothes last longer. They actually have pockets. Uh, more and more, I hear women saying, "I buy men's deodorant because it smells great, and the active ingredient is usually many per- it is much stronger in the men's deodorant they give you." Like. Hmm. I forgot what it is, 5% active ingredient in women's deodorant. It's like 19% in men's deodorant. It's just the quality. Oh, they were talking about razors are much better quality in men's than women's. It's just, and, and it's always, men's stuff usually is cheaper for better quality. And it's just, this posturing is so so insulting honestly. yeah it's, it's like, like okay finally know. women have women you finally made it there's now female m&m spokes candies <laughs> <laughs> okay around for a while yeah but we're not we're not going to actually better greenland was kind of a way. hoe <laughs> 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 all right olivia what else well, not not anymore she wears sensible shoes <laughs> well not anymore they're they're shutting down the whole spokes candy division apparently that was the story from last night due to too much controversy over decisions regarding their characters <laughs> oh wow they're sending them off to the home with aunt jemima and <laughs> yeah. uncle ben yeah. they'll have a good time there yeah that's a good point they'll like those guys <laughs> okay. unless they get eaten <laughs> uh, all right olivia what else the real reason I called tonight is, um, as you know, the Texas penal system is an absolute affront to humanity. And one thing that they do is if you are a member of certain gangs, like the Aryan Brotherhood, or they have a list of them. Ironically, Crips are not on the list, but uh, certain gangs, you, if you're a member, you automatically go into administrative segregation, which mm-hmm. is basically isolation. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can get out, so they, the only way out is they do have a program, a program where you can be put back into the system. But in order to be in general population, you have to snitch on other gang members, which is really just wow. asking for trouble. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, you know, you know what's really messed up about that too is like there's this idea uh, we have, you know, in theory. I mean, and I don't know if they, I'm sure this has been like narrowed down to nothing, but freedom of association, it's in the Constitution. <laughs> 
a group of Texas death row prisoners is suing the state's prison system, arguing that its policy of holding male death row inmates in indefinite solitary confinement violates their constitutional rights. The lawsuit filed uh, recently on uh, behalf of a group of male inmates at one facility argues the policy has had devastating effects on prisoners' physical and mental health and that the state has little practical reason to justify it. Hmm. Quote, researchers have extensively documented the physical and psychological harms caused by solitary confinement specifically and social isolation more generally in a substantial body of peer-reviewed literature spanning decades. There is no longer any question that prolonged solitary Hmm. confinement causes severe harm, according to the Hmm. 45-page complaint. Yeah. And, I mean, jail in general causes a lot of uh, a lot of psychological harm. Oh, so yeah. this works out very well for the system because they have to keep the public frightened. And yep. if they, if people come out of the prisons twisted mm-hmm. and comp- just, you know, guano loco, then, um, you know, they're more terrifying that way. And then you really need the government to protect you from all these lunatics that have been created by, by the, system. the government. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I understand, like, the idea of segregating, Not- but the way in which mm-hmm. they do it is appalling. You know, um, it's not like you've segregated a bunch of, you know, people who've been convicted of murder that are going to be executed. You are keeping them separated from one another, um, you know, so they have no human contact. And that's that's, right. that's the part that I think that's it's so messed up. Texas is, of course, not alone in automatically confining death row inmates in isolation. As of 2021, 12 states also practiced automatic solitary confinement for death row prisoners. According to the suit, these Texas death row inmates spend at least 22 hours each day in cramped 8 by 12 foot cells. They're only allowed to leave their cells on days when the prison allows for so-called recreation, during which they are moved to individual concrete and metal cages and permitted to exercise alone. Further, the complaint argues the state has no justifications for such such harsh measures. Quote, defendant's arbitrary requirement to house all male death row prisoners in permanent solitary confinement does not promote safety and security. It is inconsistent with correctional best practice and serves no penological purpose. Uh, The effect of the policy has been devastated. Several of the plaintiffs in the suit have been in solitary confinement for decades, with one plaintiff serving almost 30 years in solitary confinement. See, I'd just start killing guards. Any yeah. chance I got, I would kill a guard. I'm pretty sure they're just not going to give you any opportunity any opportunity to kill the guards when you're in solitary. But I don't know. You guys have more experience with this than I. Uh, mm. they, they have systems uh, to prevent you know, yeah. things from happening. Due to their isolation, plaintiffs has re- have reported dramatic declines in their physical and mental health, such as significant weight gain, hypertension, depression, and PTSD. Further, prison officials have made it incredibly difficult for these inmates to get appropriate medical care or access their lawyers. Medical visits, quote, are sporadic, and mental and physical health providers are often forced to converse with their patients openly on the row, the complaint leads. Legal visits can take weeks to schedule and occur in a public setting where conversations are easily overheard. We were uh, made aware, and we're actually going to go to the phones here, where somebody was going to tell us about this, but in Memphis, Tennessee, apparently there's some breaking news about a man who was killed by multiple police uh, there in Memphis, a uh, a police beating. He died some number of hours or days later in the hospital. We're going to go to the phones here. Rob is on the line in Vermont. You brought this to our attention. Rob, uh, what's going on? Yeah, I, I 
saw this video. It came out sometime after 7 o'clock this evening. And I knew that this was going to happen because they've been telling, you know, the public that it's going to be released at a certain day and a certain time. But uh, this video takes the Rodney King incident to a different level. Mm -hmm. Uh I mean, they just it's a fatal level for one thing. Yeah, I mean, they they literally just killed this guy. I mean, they beat mm -hmm. him. They took the you know the metal rod that they use. Mm -hmm. that sends out. Yep. They beat hit that guy with this while he had handcuffs on. Mm -hmm. And when they were done, they just take him and they put him up against the car, and then nobody tended for him for at least. 10 or 15 minutes that I saw on this video. Now, these guys belong in solitary confinement mm. for the rest of their lives. Not an hour out, not a minute out. Put, throw live rats into their cells and let them eat fat. Yeah. You know, this is uh, what's really disappointing about this now is that, Ian, this is a, this is a thing now. It's a 50-50 chance if you get pulled over by the police or accosted by the police, whether you're going to live or whether you're going to die. That's mm -hmm. the way I'm seeing it now, and a lot of other people are feeling the same way. Yeah, It's so disturbing on so many levels. Guy on Twitter today was like, why do black people run from the police? Yeah. <laughs> People of all races, of course, run from the police. Mm -hmm. uh, and my response is, because they don't want to be murdered. And, and he said, well, that's a lazy answer. And I said, well, I didn't know you wanted a, 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 a complex lie, so I gave you the simple truth. I, you, know, you know, I think a big part of the problem is that a lot of people have never seen anybody go through the system. They don't know how it works. They don't know how messed up it is. It does, they, they just they have no idea they've been they've been brainwashed and they're thinking police good you know you know go mm -hmm. go tell a police officer if you you know something happens right yeah and it's yeah. like no that's not what you want to do that's the last thing you want to do absolutely the worst um, thing last thing you want to do there have been i can think of like five or six cases where a woman has gone to report a rape and the cop she was reporting the rape to raped her again it happens mm -hmm. repeatedly yeah these people are monsters yeah, the um, there was a uh, there was there was a couple officers in in Manchester a couple of years ago that uh, they were they were they literally were raping women, um, and they basically uh, it was eventually revealed, you know, that this was happening, and you know they I, th I think they were fired if I believe I believe the both of them were wasn't fired. it when they were um they were forcing themselves essentially on them while they were running the jail van or something like that, and they were getting giving. Like the women were getting favors essentially in return for. It may not uh, be the same story that we're favors. Of because about Manchester, kinda, right? Yeah, Manchester. Okay, yeah. Um, but this kind of thing happens all the time, sure. so it may not be the same. People if same with power but will abuse it. The point that I, point that I want to make is and that if you're a psychopath, they gave what's these, the perfect job for you, mm -hmm. cop or soldier. They gave these people their jobs back years later. We are still lacking, I think, in to a large degree, the tools to organize, which is really bizarre. The New Hampshire Liberty Alliance um, had it in their newsletter. Okay, that went out over That's the weekend. Definitely good. Mm. They come out with uh, every week. The New we talked a lot about the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. They look at the yep. bills. They grade the bills on whether or not they're pro liberty. This one had a pro liberty rating, so it was rated by the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. 
uh, and it was announced just like every bill. If you on yep. the weekend, they sent out this email. It's got a whole list of all the bills that are coming up the next week on what days and what committees at what times and what rooms. So anybody that wants to go has the information. If they're on the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance email list, you just have to take the time to read through the email and see what's uh, see what's in there and see what these things are. So there must have been some number of hundreds of people that are on that email list. I presume I mean, the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance is a well a well followed, uh, well volunteered. Yeah for a group but not a single person showed up i mean wow. I, I except think, for me and bonnie i think individually for you know the individual bill um yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of it's it's not good but at the same time looking at things you know from a larger perspective we do have people showing up to these hearings a lot of yeah them, no i'm not um, i'm not trying to say people don't go to other hearings i'm saying that this was a principled piece of legislation that isn't some nibbling around the edges yeah. of decrim on marijuana or something like that this would have mm. stricken the entire war on drugs and not one state representative could take the time to go out and back up Matt's, uh, matt santanastaso on this piece of legislation mm. i follow you not okay. a single one of them it's a little bit different yeah not a and single I anybody. Guess, I guess I have some some level of understanding, which I would have loved to go and testify. Mm-hmm. That would have been the point of it to me, because it's not going to pass. Of course not. Until we have a lot more and actual sure that's human the beings why, in the red yeah. in the legislature. And that's probably the number one reason why people would yeah. tell you they didn't do anything about it because they knew it had no chance. And so why waste the time on something that I, has no chance? I have an argument to that. Why waste the time? Because it it, it it's it one it it gets publicity, right? And it's not necessarily It could have. It could have, right. It gets publicity and it draws in more people because and next time around we'll have more people right. to have an impact. And and Seems this is obvious. this mm-hmm. this is working, right? Like it's not even like this is not working. This is something that is working and it's we're I I think it's the it, a lot of times I think bills like this, this exactly this type of bill, um, it, yeah, it's not going to pass, but it doesn't matter because what it shows is it demonstrates what we're doing in New Hampshire and why you mm-hmm. should move to New Hampshire. We didn't have any problem packing a room for a secession, which also had no chance of passing. So how is right. this different? Well, I think it's I think there's a couple things. I think secession that was, was pretty well. Well, yeah, promoted, it was though. really well promoted. I'm seeing a lot um, of stuff about that. I, I, I personally sent God, I can't even tell you how many messages I sent to people, mm-hmm. at, you know, letting people know. And I've done that on a number of occasions but i didn't do it on this bill right mm-hmm. and and i think i think that's a lot of times it's 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 a uh, you know you kind of have to you know there's only so many events that people also have time to attend right there sure. is a lot of hearings and if you don't make a stink if you don't let people know if you don't say hey are you planning to go yeah most people are like oh well you know, know. there's a whole bunch of other things I've, I've been to you know i only have so much time sure. and yeah. you know I, I, I don't know i i do agree with you it would be really nice to see more people attend more often this type of uh you know here hey people gotta work i understand you know i just it would have been yeah. nice if one other person was there it, it would have been maybe three yeah. four people yeah. i don't I, know i, I believe um, i was a list that just sent out announcements of every uh, testimony opportunity. It's the New Hampshire Liberty probably be, Yeah, They have that. Yeah, Every weekend I mean, they email? send Yeah, every so weekend I, okay. they send an email with all that stuff in I, it. I can tell you why I, I didn't. I wish we had a, a mailing list to promote their mailing list on. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> nhliberty.org, I believe, is their website if you want to go sign up for I it. I can tell you why I didn't attend, and I was planning to attend, mm-hmm. and it's because I got a life too, yeah, and there's only busy. there's only so many things I can do because I've only got so much time. Yeah, no, um, I understand. Now I know that wasn't that wasn't targeting me, mm. but <laughs> no, I'm not targeting anyone yeah. in specific. It's just like, hey guys, this is a pro liberty bill that is the most hardcore 
pro-liberty bill you could possibly ask for. In my opinion, we need more legislation like this. We need legislation that proposes to abolish the entire liquor commission. There's not really any other kind of anti-war on drugs for the whole war on drugs Mm -hmm. movement here that I'm aware of. I mean, there was one attempt. If you go into any marijuana organization, though, you'll find at least some number of people who will say, let's get rid of it all. Sure. Or other people who would say, well, I... I don't think we should legalize these other things, yeah. but if it makes me free, I'm down. You sure. Know? Yeah, you could recruit um, from those organizations. I'm just saying there is nothing yeah. else that I'm aware yeah. of. Well, the other thing I would say is reach out to those organizations, make sure they get a mail and they know so that they can reach out to their own members. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's you know I I I see why it, it's it can be very hard to be optimistic, you know, year after year after year, but um. I don't know. I mean, it's it's like it's it, we're slowly making progress overall. And oh and, yeah, I'm optimistic. It's just you know, hey, you're, I just you're one of the most optimistic people I know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. <laughs> but, I mean, we are yeah. like you said. There's more state reps that have, than ever before, and we finally have one that's willing to introduce legislation right. like this. So I mean, thank goodness. It would just be nice if we had a second one, you know, it to back be. him up. It would be. I mean, um, so come on, that's all, Liberty reps. Like, come gotta, on, man up. Yeah, I, I do feel like you have to start somewhere, um, especially especially somebody who might not be as crazy as maybe Dick Marple. Um, and I think Mar- Matt is a good person. I mean, he's a good person, I think, to sort no of doubt. lead the way in, in going in a more mm, radical uh, you know, direction as, as and they opposed did form to what the, a, the left and the right do. Yeah, and they did form a nullification caucus recently, so that's yep. a new thing. That just uh, just came about. There was a lot of talk about it for uh, the last year, and now it's finally happened. Of course, the question is, how many members is it going to have? We don't know that detail right now. Is it going to be three guys sitting around a table, or is it going to be 10 or 12 or whatever? Is it going to be something a little All bit more... All 400 state reps. <laughs> obviously not, but uh, is it going to be a little bit more significant? That remains to be seen. But uh, are there other nullification caucuses in other state houses around the country? I never heard of them. So we are definitely leading the way oh, yeah, on, for sure. on a lot of fronts, and there's a lot of reason to be optimistic, but there's so much more room to grow. There's so oh, yeah. much more room for other organizations, other groups that can focus on, like I said, you know, ending the entire war on drugs, because that still needs to happen. I think mm. I think if we have another eight to ten years, I think we're going to be so – I, I think it's it, it's almost hard to believe where we're at right now, honestly, mm-hmm. um, just given this the, the five years that I've been here, yeah. and it's like, you know, we went from not even a single – rep being willing to talk about you know a secession um you know to actually having a you know uh, a constitutional amendment proposed and voted on um you know i remember i remember you know six what five or six years ago um going to you know protests and it was like okay five people show up to a protest and it's like okay what are we doing here this isn't gonna accomplish anything um but you know as time has gone on and as you know we've gotten media attention and you know even before that, um, we've seen numbers go up, and every year we see you know record numbers of movers. We see uh, you know we see another ten uh, state reps, the free state or state reps. Um, you know every every session or, or every two years or so. Um, you know it's 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 you know it's it, and we've gone. I mean we've gone. We've got we got about I think it's fifty state reps right now that are actual free staters. So people who moved for the free state project explicitly. We do have Major Payne on the line here in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live, Major. Yeah, the lawyer for the family said he was beaten like a pinata. And if you've ever seen a bunch of crazy kids with sticks wanting candy, that was a pretty good analogy. 
Yeah, they. Uh, I did see in this footage, you can see an officer, certainly from the wide angle on the pole camera, you can see at least one officer kick this young man in the head uh, at least twice from what I saw. And then they hoist him up at one point. They're holding him up. And then another, it might have been the same officer or a different one, I'm not sure. I've not been watching it closely. But another officer punches him in the face. There's another officer that hits him with an asp. And uh, I'm sure there's more that I haven't seen. An eye for an eye, a kick for a kick, a punch for a punch, and a death for a death. Well, I don't, uh, eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Nobody, I don't, I don't think that that's going to be the solution here. No, because most people will never murder anybody under any circumstances. You know, that's so, because it's, so it's anti-human as... to do that. I mean, it's something that is against our nature as mm-hmm. decent uh, human beings. And plus, if you so kill all them, we need to do is defend ourselves against the psychotic killers who are walking the streets and make them not walk the streets. And then you're safe. Well, unfortunately, yeah. the, the, the police yeah. in this case, even though they may be psychotic killers, they have the, you know, the, the idea of legitimacy in most people's eyes. And you mm-hmm. will be seen as the threat if you use violence uh, mm-hmm. to fight back against them. Plus, if you kill the people who killed this man, then his family could never possibly receive any restitution uh, they from, can get those it from individuals. the state. You know, they well, could, what is they the could. state? I mean, I, the state is you and me. Yeah, the taxpayers. I, that's not. Yeah. That's not. That's not. Uh, it's that's not, not me. A I don't have a pot to piss in or a wi- or, or a window to throw it you're out. You're paying of. rent. That means yeah. you're paying the property taxes. That means you're paying yeah. the salary of the uh, the police. Go ahead, Major. So anyway, you guys are going to throw me off topic here. Um, last night I tried to apprise you of this story, but we ended up talking about the A and W bear in his root beer pants. Okay. But uh, let's see. Oh yeah, I just heard a I heard a news blip from a police department representative from New York, and they were saying we will defend anybody's right to peacefully assemble and <laughs> and, uh, liar. And, and, and what I'm thinking is, when are the trailways buses rolling in with Black Lives Matter and all the rest of this foolishness going to start? But now this is a black on black issue. And the thing is, it's named the Scorpion Unit. Now, the biggest scorpion I can think of is the black one. What's the Scorpion Unit you're talking about? That these is is a shock troop to go after the hood rats that are stealing cars and whatnot down there in Memphis. Oh. And uh, the cops even there are up, or the the governor's up in arms, and the people are def- definitely up in arms about wanting to just. No, they're not up in arms. When you're up in well, arms, you know it I'm... means you have a gun in your hand and you're in the street. What we've seen is these protests, they haven't resulted in any significant changes, which is, of course, typical with uh, with protest. I, 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 maybe not a qualitative change, but there has been a quantitative change. And I'll give you a couple of examples of that. They went burned down the police station <laughs> in Minneapolis. Yeah. And guess what? The guy who murdered George Floyd, where's he? He's in prison. That's true. And then that is true. It's that I- interesting that when you start hurting them, they want to make that stop. And they 
change their behavior. It's not just the peasants that react to punishment. It's also our lords and masters. Well, it's it's not the... Uh, it is true that it seems like they are prosecuting police more often since mm-hmm. uh, George Floyd in these circumstances. And it's not happening as, as, as often. I We were getting a case like this every month for a while. You think that's true? Or are we just not seeing the stories? Yeah, um, I mean, well, that, just... <laughs> that is a difference because there was. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off onto, onto a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. here for a moment, if you don't mind. I because because of Cop Block and and uh, the the uh, Free Thought Project and uh, Cop Watch and all of the very police to police, all these various groups that that I that I that I watch and pay attention to. I'm pretty aware of cases of political, of police brutality Mm -hmm. that come down the line. I've been soaking in it like Paul Malov. And normally the media does exactly what you would expect the entertainment division of the military industrial complex to do, which is cover up official wrongdoing. But right around the time of Ferguson, just before Ferguson, all of a sudden they started um, not just reporting these cases, but pushing them. Mm-hmm. You know how the media pushes a case sure. when 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 it becomes a propaganda directive from above, like like they yeah. pushed a lot of the COVID things. They started pushing police brutality and i remember thinking what's going why on? are they doing this yeah well what i didn't notice until later is that they were only pushing cases with black victims mm-hmm. for example during the middle of the whole black lives matter thing came the murder of uh lemp duncan lemp for duncan lemp thank yeah. you his name was duncan lemp the guy got shot in his sleep right yeah, yeah, yeah. They they killed him in his bed, six inches from his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah. They didn't even bother to come in and say hi first. They mm-hmm. just shot him through the wall. Yep. You, you think they'd wake somebody before they shot him, you know? It, it seems reasonable to say, you know, I, I kind of thought Mal, Malcolm Reynolds had the, had the right idea when he said, if I shoot you, you'll be awake, you'll be standing You'll be facing me, and you'll be armed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's you know it's interesting but, because this is not something that's uncommon, um, or that you know that sort of thing. They're supposed to announce usually, unless they have a no knock warrant. Mm-hmm. And um, just even in the Crypto Six case, we saw the same thing. They there was no announcement, there was no knocking. Uh, no, they just they just kicked down. Yeah, the they door. just kicked the door down, and it's like, yeah. wait, wait a minute, that's not the way it was supposed to be done. The uh, police have not disclosed the cause of death, but Nichols' family said he suffered from cardiac arrest and kidney failure. His family alleges the arresting officers beat and pepper sprayed him and shocked him with a stun gun. Well, they don't need to allege it anymore. It's right there in the footage uh, mm. that has come out. They did all of those things yeah. to him. Um, and people still say, why do you need an AR-15? Why do you need 15 bullets in a clip? Well, five cops, and just out of basic respect, if you're going to give somebody a shot, give them three. Yeah. That's 50. I get where you're coming from with the anger, nobody, but yeah. I, again, I, I, can't, I, I, I don't I, think violence is, is the answer I, I here. Just, I just got a vent. You're being <laughs> expressive, you're, but it's, yeah, I don't know that it's helping the situation. I don't any. think, it, yeah, I don't think yeah. it's going to help people um, to, do, hmm. to do that. I, I get the frustration. It, it seems like this is... A, I'm just this, so sick of it. It's 
on and on and on yeah. and over and, and until over people and over. are willing and to none of the lords and masters care because yeah. none of the lords and masters are ever impacted or even inconvenienced yeah the thing is uh these guys are ready for violence they train for that they've got swat teams for that that's what they're preparing there's 200 of us for every one of them no, you know, no that's it's the problem gonna... there aren't 200 of us if we had 200 of us for every one of them that wouldn't be a problem the problem mm. is that we we they they have like brainwashed and uh manipulated the public to such a degree yeah. that it's like Ten of them and one of us. Yeah. The, most of the people, you, despite all of these stories, despite all the horrific video and all of the examples of police just abusing and murdering people, there's still so many people that just trust everything they say. Mm-hmm. It just, just seems to have no effect on them. They just tell themselves, oh, it's just a few bad apples. And then they go on to believe that the police are somehow this great organization, nope. this honor, full of honorable people. But until there are, and if you got 200 of us to each one of them, if we could get those numbers, for instance, here in New Hampshire, which, you know, could be possible if we had mm-hmm. thousands more people uh, migrate here. But even if we had those numbers, then you still don't need violence because you can then just stop paying for this. You can then just end the support financially for these people. The the problem is what happens if you end the financial support is... They go home if they don't get paid. Well, the thing is, they just go in and take one guy's house. Mm -hmm. Now, at the point that they take one guy's house, you've got two choices, okay? You either stop them from taking it, okay? At which point they're going to try to kill you and you're going to have to fight back, or you don't stop them from killing it, from taking it, and they just keep taking and auctioning homes until they've got enough money to continue their reign of terror. Memphis Police Chief C- uh, Sarahlyn C.J. Davis called out the footage in the beating of Nichols as incomprehensible and said the videos are, quote, about the same, if not worse, unquote, than the images of the 1991 assault of Rodney King by police in Los Angeles. The Memphis Fire Department confirmed to Huffington Post that two employees involved in the initial patient care of Nichols were relieved of duty pending an ongoing investigation. Desmond Millis Jr., Justin Smith, Tardarius Bean, Demetrius Haley, and Emmett Martin III were identified as the officers involved in Nichols' daily or deadly arrest. They are part of the Memphis Police Department's Scorpion Squad, which stands for Street Crimes Operation to Restore Peace. In our neighborhoods. Yeah, well, one more person resting in peace, I guess. Mission (laughs) accomplished. Uh, Yeah, that choice of words is just unbelievable. This is murder. You know, I mean, this is this is this is anything but peace. Yeah, I mean, this is a killing. This is an unwarranted. Uh, it's killing. completely unjustified. Yeah, like if this guy was some sort of hulking linebacker from the NFL or something like that, maybe you could justify the use of force needed to take him down. But certainly not you the still continued. Wouldn't need to keep beating him after he right. was handcuffed. Not the continued yeah. beating. I don't know if he was beaten after he was handcuffed. I'm not sure if that happened in this uh, in this video. I wouldn't go so far as to say that. But this guy was not a threat at all to these officers. He was a 29-year-old skinny dude. I mean, this guy couldn't be more than 150 pounds, maybe 160 soaking wet. I mean, he was... And when you consider that they beat him all the way to death, at some point during the beating, he was half dead. Yeah, if not more. Mm. Well, all the way down to completely dead. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, remember he died three days later in the hospital, so he did leave yeah, the scene he alive. He must have been pretty close, <laughs> but when they he messed left him the up scene. pretty bad. Uh, the police squad was introduced by Davis, the same person who called the beating incomprehensible, and 2021 is tasked with handling violent crimes in the area. Memphis Police Department announced Friday that following an internal investigation, all five officers involved in the arrest have been fired for violating department policy and practices, including those pertaining to excessive force. They've all been charged with second-degree murder by a grand jury. Hmm. So that's pretty unusual. Yeah, uh, but 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 this may be as a result as uh, due to the George Floyd situation, where we've mm-hmm. seen the police because are more likely fought back, and they 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 don't care if bad things happen to other people. They love doing bad things to other people. What when? But when bad things happen to them, when a guy walks up to a couple of New York City pigs and just shoots them in the face as they as happened during the Black Lives Matter thing, they start thinking, but wait, something could happen to me, and that's the one human being that matters to a psychopath. It's You know, this is kind of interesting, is it's very unusual for a uh, prosecutor to... Uh, it, it's kind of crazy, but it's you would think you think when they bring a prosecutor brings, uh, the you know does the grand jury stuff, um, you know with these cops that you know you know the grand jury because it's it's you know the it's basically it's uh what is the expression the um it it's uh you can convict a ham sandwich is the expression indict they indict, indict not in, convict. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, indict. Um, you know, which the solutions then because they could, they have such a hard time uh, indicting cops. Slice them thin, put them on some bread, spread some mustard. <laughs> He's on joking, them, and then indict them. Uh, yeah, just a joke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, but you know they can. It's so easy to indict somebody even when there's no evidence. It's like uh, why is it so hard to indict a cop? And it's because the, because the you prosecutors have to try. The prosecutors don't. They, they, they don't want to. Do they it. don't want to. They won't do they, it. It's, it's, they're buddies. Yeah, they're but buddies. They, did it, they did it here. They did all five of them on on not just manslaughter which charges, is, but actual second degree murder charges, which is why it's so unusual. Which well, I'm really curious as to whether the prosecutor offered second degree murder to them, or if people on the grand jury just knew that hmm. what second degree murder was. How does that work? Can the grand jury just make their own decision about what I, charge to I indict on? That's a prosecutor that does know. that. Yeah, I think that's but the prosecutor's I job. Think they can act- I, th- I think they can indict people that the prosecutor hasn't even asked for an indictment against uh, if, if the mood takes them. Joe is on the line in Maryland. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Joe. After this incident, I've come to the conclusion this country's broken and it's beyond repair. Yes, sir. <laughs> There's really not much more to say about that. Uh, I mean, I was I'll add two words. Board. National divorce. Mm, there you go. NH exit, man. Yeah. All the exits. Yeah, for sure. Mm. 50 yeah, exits. Well, if I, if I can get my act together, uh, I am going to move up there to Keene. Good. Be cl- glad to see you. I'll be glad to have another person. Uh, we'll we leave need a to, light on for you. We need as many people as we, we need can get. Thousands yeah. more like-minded, liberty-oriented people who are serious about making change. Because 
there's just no chance. We we actually had some people visiting today. There was a gentleman from New York State who's considering leaving New York. Sounds like he's really seriously planning. It sounds like he's planning to leave New York. Yeah. How uh, can people still be in New York? Yeah, you know, they have jobs. They have families. It's hard to yeah. tie up loose ends and you know cl- clear clean things up. But uh, there was another uh, woman I from. Forgot. I've got bum privilege. Another uh, lady <laughs> from Boston was uh, planning. She's talking about moving up here as well. Uh, but yeah, people need to stop talking and start planning and uh, get this thing done because time is of the essence here. The longer, the longer we remain part of this union, the more it's going to drag us down into mm-hmm. economic ruin, uh, if not worse. And the other thing is, the next time they genetically engineer a a, uh, a virus, maybe they don't allow interstate travel. What's, they what's, already uh, experimented with that during COVID. Florida yeah. shut down their border. They had uh, troopers stationed on the major roads coming into Florida. So much for De- DeSantis and freedom. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's full of it. The people that support him, just they've conveniently forgotten that DeSantis locked down the state and DeSantis did all kinds of things to restrict <laughs> people until he realized it would be more politically feasible for him to undo it. It's amazing. Also, how many people that think that uh, warp speed was, was a Biden thing? No, that was Trump. What was warp speed? Warp speed was the uh, development of the uh, the virus or the oh, I'm sorry the, the vaccine uh, the vaccine that was so good it didn't need right. to be tested. Yeah, and Trump is by the way still patting himself on the back for that. So by no means is Trump some sort of anti-vax uh, COVID critic. He yeah. loves the vaccine, he- which is strange because at one point. He believed that uh, the reason that Barron was autistic was vaccines. Mm. Until he got elected, you mean? Uh, yeah. 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 All right, Joe, what else, man? Okay. Uh, all I got to say is uh, nobody, Ian, uh, Bonnie, uh, Aria, always in my prayers, plus the rest of the uh, Free Talk family in my prayers. And. Even Sarah. So thanks a lot, everybody. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Free Talk Live is brought to you by Cell 411. As we just discussed a moment ago, you can go to getcell411.com. The app is in a, uh, I don't know what you would, what do you call this state? Uh, Nobody. It's like it exists, but it isn't quite working correctly (laughs) the last time I tried it. Um. Yeah, it's uh well it 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 goes it goes up and down mm-hmm. and uh right now I've I've got an, another hunk of the guts out of it that I'm rearranging okay. um and I'm I'm throwing them back in but it's it's in there it it does run if you check the right tag out mm-hmm. um and uh it Are you is. updating the code uh, with the open source as you're uh, as you're making changes to it, so everybody else can see what you're doing? Um, yes, it's. Okay. Uh, I I continue to update mm-hmm. uh, the GitLab. GitLab. Um, okay. Yeah, it's account. a good it's a good thing to have. Not only is it good to have a open source piece of software, it's also good to have an open development model. Where yeah. people can, that's transparent, you mean? Yeah, yeah. transparent, meaning that mm-hmm. anybody can see what you're doing every time you uh, mm-hmm. write a patch, you submit that patch, and then everybody can see and test it and everything else and, you know, modify it and work with it alongside you as opposed to developing everything in-house and then releasing it when you're done with the new version. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I need to get 
more than just me involved. Yeah, because, mo- uh, most free software is not developed that way, but some mm-hmm. there are some products mm-hmm. out there that are, you know, not developed openly. Mm-hmm. That are open source or free software. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I have to wonder what other kind of avenues we have to reach out to uh, to folks. I mean, have we considered maybe emailing the user base to see if there's any programmers out there that would want to would want to jump in and and help out on this? Because it seems like you've been going this alone now for a couple of years. I mean, you spent six months in jail, so that set you back yeah. uh, for some time. But if you you've been you've been asking for help, and it doesn't seem like much has arrived. I know there's been some financial support. There has um, that help, but having an extra pair of eyes on things might might not be a bad thing, right? Yeah. Here's here's a question for you. When's the release date? That's a mean question. <laughs> when it is done? Yes, is, it's, when it's, it's done? Fine. This is true. It is kind of a mean question. It is kind of a mean from a question. software guy. You um, would know. It, yeah, it's when it's done. It, that's it, the answer. Right? Well, you know, sometimes you just have to release stuff because it'll yeah. never be done if you don't. Mm. Well, the the release plan that I have now, uh, because of um, kind of kind of the situation I'm in, is basically to get to get a version up and running just on the android side talking to our servers mm-hmm. uh rather than talking to back for app and then see if i can get a few people to just start using it what i'd like to have it is so that your information exists on your phone okay instead of on a server Exactly. Mm-hmm. On, instead of instead of on a server, and then the only thing that the servers would be required to do is provide a place for you to rendezvous. So, okay, isn't there a problem potentially with that? In that, for instance, my phone gets stolen by the cops, uh, and then I get a new phone. Now I've got to rebuild my friends list. Um, well, the, my solution to that actually is to uh, give you the ability. So that, um, say you've got a PGP key, you should never have your PGP key on your phone, by mm-hmm. the way, because phones aren't trustworthy. But right. um, you've got a you've got a PGP key, say on on your desktop. So basically, set it up so that your friends just automatically have a copy of your database, mm. but it's encrypted. Mm-hmm. They can't see see what's in it. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. But they can return it to you, who has the key, and then you can open it up and use it. I see. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of like... I'm trying to think. It's it's sort of like a decentralized version of... um, uh, What is it? Uh, Edge Wallet. Um, You know how they have the cloud backup feature Mm -hmm. for for your... you know, uh, yeah, but it's, it's encrypted. Except, but it's, except it's a peer-to-peer yeah. cloud. It's right, right. Except in this case, in his case, it would be mm-hmm. sent to multiple parties that are not a centralized server. But what do you need right now, nobody? You need testers for this thing more than anything else, or what? Um, yeah, probably, probably. Well, the the thing that the thing that I most need now is to either. Um, is to get the current the current head version to a usable state mm-hmm. uh, because I I ripped some stuff out of it and I got to put it back <laughs> in. Um, okay, but but once I have that, then yes, the next thing will be to get some testers running off this server, uh, just using it as a chat program, sending it sending each other alerts, uh, whatever, and then hopefully. Um, and then basically once once we get to that point it's it's more or less 
released. And at that point, the big issue with this development cycle is there is just too much in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, yeah. if if I could go back in time... Well, plus um, you didn't build the thing, so you had to come in. It's always hard mm-hmm. to come into somebody else's construction and figure out yeah. how it was made. Right? Well, yeah. I, so there was I, a big I learning curve. I didn't build the thing. Um, and you never knew how to of, phone program either. Yeah, I'd, I'd never programmed a phone before. I did know Java, but I knew nothing about Android. I knew nothing about Parse Server. I didn't speak JavaScript. Yeah, we um, basically were handed this thing uh, or purchased. The Shire Free Church yeah. purchased uh, the, uh, the sort of the debt that Cell 411 had from its creator. Basically, this thing was on life support. Yeah, essentially, we 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 got the paddles out. We you know rubbed them together and put <laughs> put them on the body, of the near corpse, mm-hmm. and trying to uh, to breathe some life back into it. So I mean, we're literally trying to bring this thing back nearly from the dead. So you had a real challenge mm-hmm. uh, on your hands, and still do. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's it's a lot closer than it than it was. Okay. So, okay. Good. Uh, Good. Um, if, if for anybody that wants to help out with this, if you know programming, if you know phone programming, uh, if you are willing to be a tester, those are not the same category. You can be a tester without knowing programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you just if you like the idea of having a decentralized emergency response app, that is Cell Four One One. It has been very successful in the past for helping activist movements, uh, police accountability movements, or just mm-hmm. helping somebody that has an emergency where they you know they need their friends to respond instead of psychopaths. Uh, you yeah. can go to getcell411.com. Mm-hmm. get cell411.com click the little menu icon and then you'll see uh, there's a link to the source code there's a link to go to the support matrix or the support telegram so there's chat rooms on both of those platforms that i believe are connected together mm-hmm. so if you've got one preference or the other just hop into it and then nobody's in there a few times a week usually you'll you'll stop in i think and check in mm-hmm. uh, and see if people are talking in there and uh, give whatever support you can and the more people we can have uh, with this the the better you just heard highlights from the latest episode of free talk live you can download full episodes subscribe to our podcast listen live and more all for free at freetalklive.com